speculate all over my face. Hello and welcome everybody to the Geekscape Games Podcast. This is level 69, Geekscape Games Special. That's right, we are back after a short hiatus with the sexiest episode of our podcast yet. And oddly enough, we are down probably the most attractive. Well, I actually, you know what, Juan, you're here. You're, <laughs> you're the cutest. Oh, uh, thanks, we're down baby. Derek. He's uh, working his new job. Um, he is currently probably sitting in a dark alley watching drug dealers sell drugs and people shoot, shoot up said drugs. And spit uh, hepatitis in his eye. <laughs> just, <laughs> just the hepatitis. Um, well, yeah, we're back. Uh, we have a brand new logo. Um, yes. Our buddy Garrett. Uh, does he have a company or anything that we could plug? Uh, or is hash, he just Garrett? He's just a freelance artist. Is uh, He's at Twitter on uh, at T-A-H-K-O. Um, we hit him up at the 400th episode of uh, Geekscape Games. Or not Geekscape Games, but of the Geekscape Mother Show. And uh, he's done some stuff before for our buddy Carlos Lopez at Angry Bananas. And I we were discussing like ideas for our own podcast to have a logo of its own. Now, we had one. But I felt like, you know, we should have some more. And I said, hey, could you possibly do a logo, but like make it 8-bit style, whatever? And I just told him that. He's like, oh, sure. Yeah. And I said, do go crazy, whatever you want. And he comes up with this beautiful Game Boy Color-esque Captain N-inspired logo. So the Geekscape mascot has the Captain N jacket with the Nintendo That's what the jacket is. Yep. That's what it is. The Captain N jacket. Um, so uh, again, I can't thank him. If is, so it's T A H K uh, zero, actually not an O. Uh, fantastic, fantastic artist, uh, pixel art guy. He does some incredible stuff. Uh, please check him out. But yes, he he's great, and um, yeah, we'll we'll post most more of his work on on the the Geekscape games as, like on Geekscape.net. But the the guy's awesome, and I can't thank him enough for the new logo. It looks great. Yeah, it is uh, hashtag all the fire emoji. Uh, but yes, uh, if this is your first time listening to Geekscape Games, what took you so long? Uh, I'm Shane O'Hare uh, with Juan Carlos and uh, Josh Jackson. Boy, hey. did you pick? <laughs> did you pick the right episode of coming? Yeah, to? absolutely. Um, so yeah, um, let's talk about some video games. A uh, lot's been going on the last couple of weeks, and I think we should talk with um, talk about something that had that started and ended in one day mm. uh, or a couple of days. The um, Nintendo NX controller was leaked and then proven to be not leaked. Um, I'll walk you through the timeline real quick. There was uh, two pictures that came out of the supposed dev kit uh, NX controller. And if we go all the way back to December of last year, when uh, Nintendo's patent from June went public, um, I'm trying to find the picture. Um, they, they patented this uh, oval-looking controller that had a screen built into it that had buttons that essentially rested on top of the screen and there were shoulder buttons um where you would expect shoulder buttons to be and um today or the other day um uh two 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 series of images came out one was a white one sitting on a desk another one was a black one Mm -hmm. sitting on a desk uh now both have been proven to be false but proven to be false by Different different methods. Um, the one the one that I want to say was really interesting was there's uh, pictures of a physical one on a guy's desk. He took a couple pictures of him and um, he posted them to Reddit, and it was great because somebody saw in the reflection. This is like some CSI level shit. They saw in the reflection of his monitor stand this like um, leafless, scraggly, dead looking tree and um, a very unique looking awning over his window. And then then they noticed his uh, keyboard on his. Uh, MacBook was a Swedish keyboard. So they looked up game devs um, from Sweden and they found that Massive Entertainment uh, is in Malmo and they somebody Google Street viewed to his um, uh, to that building, found the tree, found the awning and they're like, well, um, yep, uh, Massive uh, Massive Entertainment, uh, somebody Massive is going to get fired. Uh, if not then, already. Uh, yeah, if not already. But um, you said uh, you uh, showed me that uh, that was debunked by people that actually have the dev kit. Explain that. So yeah, so the the first one that you mentioned, the, the one that has the image, right? 
Um, that seems like the oh the white one, the, or the white one. one. The the people who behind it actually posted a YouTube video showing how it's fake, and the, the people who own it, it's, it's called ID Two Dev. Um, it went up um yesterday, or actually went up today, and showed it's a one uh, one minute fifty second video that shows how they did it, similar to the way I fell for the Rayman <laughs> supposed leak, where the guy came out and said, "Yeah, that Rayman thing is fake, and here's how I did it." So that's essentially what happened here. Now for the second picture where we have the um, the the black one with no image on it, uh, Nintendo Life's reporting that a uh, source close to them by the name of uh, Liam Robertson, who in the past is – he apparently – this uh, Mr. Robertson has connections with certain developers and programmers. So he contacted Nintendo Life when this image came up uh, with the black controller and said he knows uh, sources that have the NX dev kits at this moment, and he and he's was uh, he was told uh, Mr. Robertson by these people with the dev kits that the image that's up right now that with the black controller is fake. So Nintendo Life is saying based on Liam Robertson's past, um, you know, input where he debunks and confirms rumors and they end up being true and fake. We have it on his authority and his judgment that we're going to go with it and say that, yes, that this image is also fake. And there are other sources, too, on Reddit that have been coming out and saying, yes, that um, our sources are saying that that's fake, too. So um, we should uh, expect a lot of this going into E3, where a lot of the mock-ups are going to be coming out. A lot of people are going to try to get attention and hits and clicks with the NX console or controller reveal. So we should be a, a little bit careful uh, yeah. With this, but yeah, the, but these two were pretty. But the thing that surprised me is how damn convincing they are, just like to the eye. You know, like yeah, for a second, it's like, damn, that that looks really good. Like I don't want to believe it, but shit. And the 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 interesting one about the black one is that it is, um, it 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 looks real. I mean, it, it I mean, it right? looks like a physical device. Uh, it was uh, the first. It was taken. I don't. I don't know. I mean, someone had to have mocked it up, or a lot of. I mean, photo editing looks, you know, pretty on point, pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's it's really interesting. I do love the fucking witch hunting that uh, um, <laughs> went through of uh, finding out and accusing Massive Entertainment of being the perpetrators. Right. But when I looked at their their uh, release history, um, they've never made a game for any Nintendo product ever. So and they just released, they just created the division. So I think it would be quite interesting um, that they would have a Wii or an NX uh, dev kit. Uh, so yeah, uh, I don't know. The internet's full of fun rumors, awesome, awesome rumors. Another Nintendo rumor, Nintendo rumor train, uh, is that the Wii U production is supposed to be ending at the end of the year. Um, there was a rumor from what was what was the magazine in Japan? Uh, Nikai. Yeah. Nikai, Nikai the business. Um, yeah, they're, they're they're like the uh, not, I won't say fourth, but like the Wall Street, uh, not Wall Street Journal. That's horrible. Um, but they're like the no, main thing for investors like a, in Japan, like the stock market exchange. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay, okay. So why don't you explain what happened with that? Oh, me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, my voice is half here, so you have to yeah. carry me. Okay, I'll, I'll carry you, baby. Uh, so earlier 69, this week, sixty nine, baby. <laughs> 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 for those of you who are just joining the show for the first time, get ready for a lot of that today. I mean, that happens Tombstone. normally. We were we were doing this in episode eleven, but you know, why? why yeah, especially today. Yeah. So uh, earlier, why the- do you think Josh's voice is so gravelly? We've been sixty nine all afternoon. <laughs> Pile driver position. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't even think straight. Um, so Nintendo earlier, what? We- <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. There's been no straight thinking all afternoon. <laughs> 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 Earlier in the week, uh, Nintendo, uh, there's rumors that Nintendo's ending production of the Wii U, uh, which kind of coincides with rumors that the NX is coming out this year, most notably like during the holiday season in 2016. Uh, but apparently, Nintendo. I, 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 sorry to interrupt. I don't think it's coming out this year. Really? There's no Nintendo. I don't, well, I don't either. It, Nintendo likes to. When did the Wii U come out? 2012 in December, right? 2012 September I think 2012 so it'll be November four years 18th. it'll be four years this year wow wow has it really been four fucking years 
wait a minute. No, that's not right. Yeah, Wii U, November yeah, 18th, it'll be for, Yeah, it'll be four years wow. in September. Damn. When did the PS4 come out? Uh, a year when, later. Yeah, yeah, it is. So the PS4 hasn't been around that long. Wow. Weird. But huh. um, but yeah, uh, it's the, there was this piece saying that Nintendo was going to end production, but Nintendo uh, today has said that they're not confirming or they're not uh, denying. What, I forget, what, what's the word we're looking they're for? They're not debunking. They're, they're not. De- they're not debunking or deny that the the Wii U is ceasing production. Um, but then again, I don't know of any other games. Like if we think of Star Fox, I think Zelda Wii U is like the last big title they're developing. But other than that, there's, there's really already no- been rumors too that they're going to pull a Twilight Princess with that one. I would not be shocked. Like I would. I wouldn't be. There's got to be something like where. Because they're saying the NX is not like a new console. It's like I, I don't know what the NX is. Like nobody does. But is it going to be something that's going to complement a Wii U? Is it going to be replacing the tablet controller or the gamepad? Like I don't know. But I now uh, kind of like giving you a little preview of another story about like the PS four point five. Could this be the year of console like add-ons, a la Sega thirty two X? Is mm-hmm. are we are we going to see like you know, VR is the hot shit again. So are we going to start seeing like console add-on cards or, or devices to be the new thing? Is, is the NX going to be a, a, like a, an add-on for the Wii U? Like, wh- like what like, What do you think? Like, speculate. Speculate uh, all over my face. It, it, it might. I mean, the thing that the article also mentions here is that the Wii U, although it struggled very much in the first year or two, to get any traction with consumers, it's kind of picked up steam ever since last summer with Splatoon and Mario. And like it had something in 2013 with Mario Kart 8. And then with the DLC that they kind of tossed out every so often, I think it was like three or four months uh, after each release, but Splatoon started everything off. And then you had, well, if you're not counting Smash Brothers for Wii U, but Splatoon. And then you had, of course, uh, Bayonetta, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, Yoshi's Woolly World. Uh, Super Mario Maker made the Wii U pretty much a, a, a pretty popular item in Japan, and it did pretty fairly well here too. So now and I know that uh, Mario Maker is just absolutely killing it for lots of players. Yeah, like uh, Mario Maker. I mean, even when I go online, like to play my on my Wii U, I see the majority of my friends are using Mario Maker. Like they're just doing that. Um, but n- it, it n- seems. N- go ahead. Uh, now think about it. The Wii U has got a lot of exclusive must have killer titles mm-hmm. um what's what's a what's a ps4 exclusive killer title that you like you have to go buy a playstation 4 to play this game like you need to play this game uh, last uh, it was last <laughs> fuck you with your neck <laughs> i guess the only thing i could think, think of was like from last year last of us or from two years ago no, that's not even a that's... ps4 is that a ps4 game well they remastered it 10 months after it came out on yeah. ps3 but I mean, yeah, I mean, I still don't really feel like there's a standout PS4 mm-hmm. exclusive after all this time. I mean, Bloodborne Street. Yeah, I guess Bloodborne that's would be the that, closest be one the closest, in terms yeah. of in terms of like general consensus. But I mean, I'm not even like a huge Bloodborne guy. Um, I don't know. Like, honestly, the game that I've had the most fun with so far that's exclusive to the PlayStation 4 is Gravity Rush. But I mean, oh, yeah, that, that came out for the Vita. Yeah. So and then uh, and then the same could be said about the Xbox one. I mean, Sunset Overdrive came and went. Um, the Halo Five is kind of a mm-hmm. whatever. It so, has a short shelf life, about a month. And it has like a six week shelf life of like I must have that, and then after that, you see a big drop on online play. Yeah, yeah but like, the Wii, the Wii U has got all these amazing killer killer apps. I hate the word apps, but it's got these amazing killer apps that you can't get the, these unique experiences anywhere else. True. Yeah, and I would even I would even put the Xbox on a slightly higher pedestal though, but. I agree that the Wii U like blows them both out of the water as far as exclusive content and exclusive games that are really, really like really strong. Yeah. That being said though, I mean, it, we still find our, presu- and I mean, I, and I'll be, I'm a Nintendo fanboy all through and through, but you know, that being said, it still struggles to find a niche in the market. I mean, there's, I was telling, you know, shade in the pre-show that, that we still have this idea that you know, a lot of consumers see when they th- think of video game systems, they think PlayStation and Xbox, like Nintendo doesn't even come up. And if it does, it's like a kitty system. But I mean, which is which is which is retarded because right, um, they they fucked up with the marketing. They Absolutely. shouldn't have called it a Wii U. Mm-mm. They should not have called it a Wii U because you know, gr- grandma, 
Grandma Ethel is going to get go to the store and say, I'm going to get my son a, 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 a Nintendo Wii. Wii U? Uh, but he's already got a Wii. Like, do we, is it an add-on? Or, you know, they right. should have just called it the fucking... Fuck! Uh, <laughs> you're, you're watching water? <laughs> uh, I, I dropped my cigar cutter in my tea. Um, interesting. I, that's the first time that sentence has ever been uttered, by the way. <laughs> it has to be. There's, never in the history of man has that sentence been uttered. <laughs> So, but um, they 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 should have called it something else. They, yeah. Well, the thing is too, like if you think of the other two systems, it has their their companies like almost in the, like well not company but the platforms like the Xbox One, yeah. the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, PlayStation Two, Three, Four. Nintendo's had like when first it was like the Nintendo, then Super Nintendo, Nintendo Sixty Four, and then you see uh, GameCube, and then you get Wii's the only exception. But then they try to double down on that with Wii U. And it just doesn't, it, then it causes a lot of confusion it, right off the bat. So I hope that even NX, that sounds better. Even it's like Nintendo NX, like that just separates it from the Wii U completely. I, uh, you, I remember when the Wii was called the revolution. I love, I love that. That was tight. That was tight. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I mean, but even you, even like as early as a year ago, I still saw people who thought that the Wii U was an expensive controller for their yeah, Wii. Yeah, I, I was there when they announced it, and there was confusion there because we thought at first it was just an upgrade, like kind of like an attachment or something that you to, for the Wii, or like some like I kind of figured out, oh, it's a new console because they didn't even show the base of it. It wasn't until I got to the floor where we got to see, oh shoot, oh the console's new too. Oh, it's a new, it's a whole new thing. But yeah, yeah there were uh, a lot the, of people the, thought it was the early. Tablet the early like advertising material was like the TV and the pads, you right. know, like a coffee table mm-hmm. and the console was just kind of like, eh. they never like featured the it. They yeah. Never featured it in the, in the reveal. And, and it's not even a, a really like impressive looking box. Like put no. it in, put some fucking lasers and some like spoilers on that shit. Make it look it mean. Like, yeah. It just looks like a, like a round Wii. Yeah. That's because you know what? Every other Nintendo system has a distinct look. Like you could put the silhouette of it, of a Nintendo, of a super Nintendo, I like, and you can tell exactly what that system is. You could do that with the Xboxes. You could do that with all the PlayStation systems. But the Wii U console, there's it's so bland in terms of aesthetics that it doesn't stand out. It doesn't pop. It doesn't make you want to like go towards it. I know the appeals the tablet. I know that's kind of the thing. Like if especially for like young kids, like if you see this the, the way you're describing it, like it, it draws you in. It's- it gets you hard. <laughs> well, in a, in a way, sixty nine. You know, there you go. In Use a way, my dick on that gamepad. Slap a bayonet around my cock. Okay, right, but it's, too hard. But it's, it, it's it's kind of like it has to draw your eye. Like it's like, oh, what the hell is that? Let me check that out. Like the Wii U console itself, not the the gamepad, but just the the console. There's nothing to it. Right? So, I mean, I I don't. I hope that we return to something that even if they gave it like the color scheme of the old Nintendo or even Super Nintendo for that matter. I mean, it has to be interesting looking. Uh, they, they, they need to, um, they need to start releasing those those funky like ice colors like they did with the sixty four. They need a see through Wii U. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be. I mean, I don't know why they don't do that with their consoles. They haven't. They, I mean, they did that with the Wii. They did like the Mario Red one, and uh, they did like well, we had black, white, red. Was there another color besides the red one? Was there ever? Like, oh, there was. Um, like a, wasn't there like an aqua one or a blue one? I feel like there was. They were right? supposed to. Or was it a Japan-only thing? They had a black one. They had a white one. They, they were supposed to. All right, time to consult the book of knowledge uh, while you vamp. Um, we console colored. Well, anyway, back to the, the what we got off. It's just like the the end of the production. I, I don't know if what we might see the end of production as the Wii U system is right now. Maybe it's a new SKU that they're coming out with. Um or maybe it's like you said, Shane. Maybe it's an attachment. Maybe we see the end of the production of the Wii U packages. We see it, and then the new ones come with an NX. Like I really don't know, but I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what develops because we're only what two months away, or not, like a little bit over two months away from E3. Oh, so excited for this E3! No wait, I don't it's, know it's May or March, April. Yeah, oh, like well, two and a half months. Yeah, so what? Yeah. 10, 11 weeks. We're almost there. Fuck, that's a trimester. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm really excited for this year's E3, and I don't know why. Well, there's a lot of excitement surrounding the NX for sure. That, if, the rumors are to be, if, if the rumors are true, it's going to be both an, the next Nintendo home console and the next Nintendo handheld. It's so weird. Like uh-huh. I, I want to see what uh, Nintendo's always has been always been innovative and like you know very forward thinking. Way yeah, say, forward. Yes. Yeah, say what you will about if, if, even people who don't like Nintendo. The thing with Nintendo though. 
people always turn their ear or their eye to see what they're doing. Like you can't ignore them. Like you have, you have to at least see what they're doing and comment. Cause there's a bunch of co- other companies and you know, they do something, but nobody pays attention. But with Nintendo, you need to see what they're doing uh, because they pretty much not set the bar, but they kind of add a precedent to the gaming industry of like in terms of controllers and gaming experiences. So uh, I think for the first time in a long time, like I'm really excited for this year's E3, especially what Nintendo's doing, especially any company who's de- uh, with Xbox and Mike and Microsoft and Sony, when they put in the new console, it's exciting. But for Nintendo, it's just an extra special thing because you know it's going to have something that we probably haven't seen before. And, um, you know, I, I mentioned briefly about the PS4.5, uh, and I think we, we should expand on that because I, yes. just heard it, I just heard about that Monday or Tuesday, and it seems it, it's, it's, got me, it's got me worried that, um, that we're going to be entering. I'm trying to find my fucking tab with this. Here it is. Um, that we're going to be like entering this era of console add-ons. Um, apparently there was a huge, well, not apparently there was a huge, um, step forward with AMD's, um, GPUs and CPUs. They have been able to get them down to a, like a ridiculous, um, like smaller than 28 nanometers, like 14 nanometers. Um, God damn. Like that. The chips are, fucking tiny so you can get more cores and amd is all about like push the cores we need maximum cores like i, I got a quad uh, i got an octo core cpu um here in my computer uh and that that thing that fuck, dude like man i can watch such high quality like 60 frames per second 60, 60 fps porn is something that you need to experience i gotta tell everybody that <laughs> like like damn 60 fps cum shots is the way of the future oh. 4k cum shots Oh, 4kcumshots.com. Hold on. 4kcumshots.com. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Damn it. It's available, but it was bought by somebody. So it's being parked. Fuck. 4kcumshots.com. Wow. Off the rails again. Um, but there, um, so there's speculation and a rumor that there's going to be a new PlayStation 4 coming out. Um, and there's, um, they're talking about either releasing a new, um, PlayStation altogether, there's potentials for add-ons that are going to bring 4K support to the console. Um, and with the, Sony has always released a slim version of their consoles a, a year or two after. Every Point. every single one. Every single one. And Mega64 has an amazing um, uh, video called like the PS Vita Slim Conspiracy Theory. One of my favorite videos from that from them. Look it up. It's it's great. Um, or the yeah yeah, and they were. Is it even better than the one where they were trying to shove UMDs into the PSP Go? <laughs> it was it was actually like much better. That that one, um, th- that video actually got them a lot of like sl- uh, flack because Rocco destroyed a PSP Go, and everybody's like, "Well, I guess you guys are making enough money now. You can destroy consoles." And <laughs> anyway. But the 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 potential that there's going to be that you know the Sega CD era again scares me because a lot like you you get into console gaming a lot of people do so they don't have to deal with you know chasing hardware upgrades and and you're gonna run to the thing that Sega ran into where you're gonna you're gonna divide your market and developers are like okay we want to make a game do we want to release it for this the the sega cd or the 32x or the genesis or all three like are we going to fork our development uh, in all these different generations you know and then they, it's really worrisome i'm it's great the technology is getting out there more but it's really bothersome to me and i would love to hear your guys' opinion on it well it failed miserably the first time and most that was mostly as far as i remembered because each piece of it was about as expensive as a brand new console yeah, and <laughs> they um, uh, I I do know there was a uh, a Sega Genesis um, it was like the CD something where it was the size of like a Walkman, and it it would take Genesis carts and Sega CD carts. So yeah. there that was, and then there was the Genesis three. Mm-hmm. Um, but it I've been just completely absorbed in Sega stuff lately because I want a fucking Saturn. If anybody wants to sell me a Saturn or anything. Hit me up. Plug your Patreon. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, you know, Shane, you were talking about like the the era of add-ons. It sounds like are we entering? Let me rephrase the question: Are we entering an era where consoles are getting PC upgrade treatments, where you just have to tra- put in the graphics card or the sound card, and boom, you have yourself a brand new console? Will the console market ever go that route? Um, maybe. Uh, I know, like with the Steam boxes and the Steam machines, they're essentially PCs in console form, and the Steam OS is that in the big picture mode for um for Steam on PC is there. I I doubt it, just because the idea of because like, PCs have been around forever, and in fact, right. like the Atari was. Uh, called the computer system, like the video computer right. system. And there was always the two markets. And the idea of having something that's just so easy, you have your your device, you have your cartridges, you have your disks, you don't have to do any programming, you don't have to, you know, um, you know, load your mouse drivers after you load your audio drivers because you didn't have enough memory to load the game or, or all this, you know, all this shit. People like the out of the box experience. So I don't think it's going to go as deep as, you know, swapping out cards, but you know, we've we've seen a lot of weird shit through the years with home cons- uh, mm-hmm. consoles, you know, the disk drive and all that other stuff and I keep stepping on your toes. So Hey, I, I don't want to breaking news. I know this has nothing to do with video games, but uh Gary Shandling just died. Yeah, I was reading about that. Yeah. Ah, I didn't I, I didn't know that. Jesus. Um sorry. See, well, just everyone's going to be dead by December. If you're between 66 and 69. Yeah. Oh, no, the podcast this is our last episode of the podcast. It's going to die after our meeting this weekend. Um, but, and actually, in, in it, the universe, life taketh the way and life give. When a, light, when a star burns out, a new star creates. Toonami announced today that they're bringing back Bully Cooley, FLCL, two new seasons of probably one of the best animes ever. So, Gary Gary Shanley died, fully coolly birthed, so it balances out. I would say so, right. unless he was supposed to voice somebody on it. <laughs> oh, <geez. Fuck. laughs> anyway, um, that's that's my that's my rant on the the four point five, and it, I would love to see upgrades to it, but it it scares me. Yeah, I hope it doesn't yeah. go in that direction, but I mean. Hopefully we keep moving towards something that's more like what we've been getting with uh, like PlayStation Plus and um, Xbox Live being able to provide us with cool incentives to keep playing on them. Did you guys see the uh, Did you guys see the games of gold that they just announced today? I heard it was absolutely fucking amazing, and I know that PlayStation Plus fans are pissed because the last couple of PS Plus uh, releases have been not very stellar. Yeah, like, and we were just talking about the Xbox library, but. Um, next month they're going to be giving Sunset Overdrive. Oh wow! They're going, to, they're going to be giving Wolf Among Us, and then Xbox 360 gets Saints Row Four, and what was the fourth one? Let's see. And then of course everything that's for 360 on Games with Gold now is fully uh, is going to be added to their backwards compatible list. Oh, it was Dead Space. Wow, Dead Space One. Yep, seems kind of autistic to release that game out. Then they have like. Release Dead Space 3 or something. I was just going to say it's still better than Dead Space 3. Hey, I played through Dead Space 3 co-op, and that was a fun game. It was fun in the way that I think people look at Resident Evil 6 and 5, where it's a fun game. No, I shouldn't even say 6, just 5. People generally hated 6, but it's a fun game, but it's not Resident Evil. I feel like that's what Dead Space 3 was. It's a fun game, but it's not Dead Space. Oh, yeah, it stopped being spooky survival horror and turned into, like, action with some spooky enemies. Yeah, pretty much. I, I do I do got to give, I think I talked about this before, but um, I got to give the Volition Games props for if you play as the secondary character, he starts to go through hallucinations that do not get rendered for the other player. And when I played with my buddy, we actually got into an argument over like shit that was going on in the game. So th- that's, that's props there. But... Um, so the fucking rat hole that we went down. So congratulations. <laughs> um, there's been um, been a lot of like layoffs and shutdowns lately too. This has been an interesting interesting week. Uh, Fifth Cell had a bunch of layoffs, and um, and it was initially reported that they were shutting down. And I think that probably got 
confused when Evolution Studios got shut down. There was um, a lot of crosstalk. Um, sad to see those studios shut down. Uh, I, that means the end of Drive Club, which didn't perform as well as they had hoped. I'm more sad about MotorStorm. I really like that game. But they haven't really like released like a, a huge MotorStorm release since 2011. Yeah, that's why they. I think they focus. They shift their focus to Drive Club. But after Drive Club sucked, I was hoping that we might get a PS4 MotorStorm to compensate. But apparently not. Hmm. Um, now, um, Fifth Cell. What did they make? Scribble Knots. Um, really? Yep. Scribble Knots and Drawn to Life were their two big games. Well, I'm, I'm seeing. I'm seeing really like they. Um, like they shut down. Well, no. The, um. One of their lead Earth. animators was laid off, and he tweeted that they were shutting down. But then they released a PR walk, statement walk the next day saying that no, they're not shutting down. They just had their the game that they were working on, a new Scribble Knots for mobile, ended up getting canceled. So they had to lay off, I think, forty five employees, something like that. Hmm. So they ended up. I don't know. Maybe the I'm guessing the lead designer thought he was being laid off because the studio is shutting down and it turned out that the studio still exists. It's probably just bare bones now. Yeah. They're a fairly small studio. Um, yeah. So 45 layoffs within a studio that's small is probably yeah. like most of their staff. And like, isn't, isn't like even big studios that we think of big studios, like Bungie's a fairly small studio and like losing 45 people uh, would be a massive hit. Um, yeah, I hope I hope it's not you know writing on the wall that that studio is going out because Scribble Knots and Drawn to Life are all fucking very fun games. Yeah, and they're just really creative too. So it's, I mean, Scribble Knots went through its own little period of popularity and then became kind of stale after they ran out of ways to expand the game. But the fact that they were able to contribute such amazing ideas, it's sad to see them go if it does end up leading to that. But hopefully, they can kind of refocus and put their efforts towards something, you know, maybe something new even. Well, uh, you know, and also like on the, um, um, the same path of stuff going away, the, and I'm trying to find his name, but the guy who created the puzzles for, um, professor Layton died and the, the North American, um, uh, Pokemon trading card game designer also died. Mm-hmm. We had like two, two, like See what happens when we skip a week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, two weeks because that other episode sixty eight doesn't exist because <laughs> that you know well, well, well because Derek's got a Macintosh. He should, yeah, just you know, blame. Get, yeah, it's fucking it's Derek's fault. Yeah, that was a yeah. good episode too. Yeah, no, I, it was actually probably my fault. So sorry. Well, let's just blame Derek. He's not here. <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, um, who is the puzzle? Like uh, Akira Tago, the puzzle master, died at ninety, so he lived a good life. And Professor Layton game. Professor Layton was done, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, Eric uh, Medali um, died in a car accident, and he was pretty young, uh, forty-two. Um, not as old as a uh, Fife Dog. Is it Fife Dog or is it Fief Dog? Fife Dog. Fife Dog. Yeah. I um I didn't listen to Tribe Called Quest in forever. I got some cassettes lying around, um, but I'm gonna uh, I pirated all the discography. <laughs> Fife Dog died, and so I steal his music. <laughs> Jeez, you asshole. <laughs> And I'm a DJ too, um, but that's it for me. That's it for 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 my news list. Uh, this is a very impromptu podcast for me. I didn't expect we were going to record today. So, what do you guys got? Anything else you want to super talk about that gets you uh, gets you hard? Huh. Well, I definitely need to talk about picking up all those Pokemon on the street with Pokemon Go. Yeah, um, they finally released some new details. There was that trailer that came out um over the weekend it wasn't even a trailer it was like footage that was taken off of a presentation that showed how the game worked a little bit um but nintendo or the pokemon website had some official details on it today essentially saying that um it's kind of what they alluded to at the presentation where they were saying that all the pokemon you can encounter will be found in the terrains that you would expect to find them so if you want water pokemon you have to go towards like bodies of water Duh, if, fuck that's um, weird so it's gonna yeah. suck for people in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, but you could, but you're gonna be able to trade with other people though. So if you're in Arizona, you could get all the ground and rock Pokemon, and then trade them to someone like I don't know, but who lives in like Japan or something that's surrounded by water. So it sounds like they're trying to build a sense of community, and they're also trying to make you not lazy because they were saying like 
you'll be able to get bonus items and find Pokemon eggs at landmarks. And just like in the video games, once you find an egg, the amount of steps you walk, like once you walk a certain amount of steps, the egg will hatch. Oh, just like all these little, all these like, and they were saying too, that you could claim something along the lines of you can claim a building and make it into a gym and you could (laughs) deposit, you could deposit one Pokemon into the gym and like other people who come across your gym can deposit their Pokemon into it. And then once the maximum amount is reached, like people who go by it can challenge the gym and battle it with their Pokemon. Fuck. So that that's a very ingressy portal kind of thing. So yeah, I'm gonna go what, what Pokemon are you gonna so between us four, I mean you got Alaska covered, so we're gonna get all the ice type. Uh, I didn't know I didn't realize my mother's shoulder was a Pokemon. <laughs> uh Derek, uh, what's Vancouver like? Uh, it's, it's a well. I was gonna say it's, it's, it's a city that rains a lot. Um, I was gonna say it's a part of a big rainforest area. Hmm. So uh, I wonder who's gonna get all the dragons. Uh, uh, where where would are there any cities in the Galapagos? You know, you know, you know what, you know what Pokemon we can expect from uh, Vancouver is um, uh, uh, Chansey's because of the free healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really i'm really like hyped that th- these details came out because i hadn't heard shit about pokemon go and i thought it was it was gonna end up being vaporware like the vitality sensor no i'm pretty uh, sure the details oh, yeah. just came out today oh oh so it's like pretty recent news the only we- the only thing that came out of it that i didn't like is they said to it to evolve pokemon you have to catch the same one over and over again and then when you catch like a certain amount of the same pokemon it'll evolve which is stupid but whatever mm. looking forward to actually being able to play the game though especially with that physical watch you can buy that like will buzz every time you walk by a pokemon mm, just turn into a cock ring yeah there 69 you go. baby <laughs> oh you'll never miss it but um yeah aside from that i just wanted to make sure everyone's aware that alex and the street fighter 5 store they said they guaranteed it would come out in march store or story store oh so you can buy stuff with out. all your fight no, money. Never come out. <laughs> no, but they promised they promised that, that update would come out in March, and after um, mostly radio silence, they announced today that it's going to be going up on March thirtieth. So one day away from breaking their commitment, but they made it. And then outside of that, um, last thing I wanted to talk about was the new Oddworld game that was teased this week. So it's a it's going to be a remake of Oddworld Abe's Exodus, but they changed the name completely. I think they called it Oddworld Soulstorm, and it's supposed to be the same story as Oddworld Abe's Exodus, but the gameplay and uh, certain aspects of it are supposed to be from the ground up. So that's exciting, considering that Oddworld is a really has always been a really good series. Um, weren't they supposed to make a sequel to Stranger's Wrath? That's what people were thinking when they were saying they're working on a new game, but it ended up being this. I'm not sure if that's actually in production or not, though. Hmm. Is, that, is that it? You, well, anything else you want to touch, really touch quick, on one? I, I think I owe a service to the seven people who still play Star Wars Battlefront. That, uh, <laughs> that hey, hey uh, the uh, Outer Rim DLC <laughs> launched today, or for those of you with the season pass for the $60 season pass, or was it 50 bucks? 50. It's 50 bucks. So, yeah, it adds in uh, two new heroes. You can play as either uh, Greedo um, and let's see. Uh, I have my notes here that I did not organize correctly. <laughs> uh, Greedo and some Greedo, Greedo, Greedo. You can play as Greedo. Yeah. So, yeah. I really the, the bottom of the barrel shot. there. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Let me play as that dude. Uh, so yeah, you can play as Greedo. Um, based how bad I am at the game, he sounds like the kind of character I would need to use. <laughs> yeah. Though the well, it does add um like contracts where you can uh kind of like uh bounties, if you will. If you complete them for Job of the Hut, you get perks. You get like uh, more credits. You can buy guns and costumes. Uh, they up the ranks, so now you can go to level sixty. Um, what else did they do? You can have uh, updated cars list. They added two new weapons: the DL eighteen and the DLT nineteen X. I have no idea what those look like. Uh, I, I forgive me if I sound just. I, I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I was just so let down by this game. I mean, how are you going to have? Sp- an X-wing and a Tie Fighter not fight in space. Yeah, ugh, that's. Ugh. Anyway, anyway, so hey, for those of you who bought the season pass and have been waiting for what five months for some updates, hey, hey it's finally here. 
Um, so, congratulations. So congratulations. And uh, lastly, uh, Pokemon, uh, Pokemon tournament, uh, Pokemon tournament. Uh, it's a Pokemon tournament. Pokemon tournament uh, Japan is pretty doing pretty well. It sold 70,000 units in its first week of release. Damn. And uh, Wii U sales have, uh, for the first time in two months, have surpassed 10,000 units in the, in the week. So um, it's gone. It's, so kind of like kind of contradicting the the uh, the the season, not the season desist, but the end of the production run for the Wii U. It just kind of shows in the, every month or so, every big release Nintendo's had for the Wii U has been doing pretty damn well. You know, it's just it's uh, it's a nice thing. But uh, we only have what Star Fox Zero coming out what next month and then after that it's just uh see what happens with zelda wii u uh and there's also um oh and that kirby the- game that kirby game is also coming out but i think that's mini for- mario's amiibo crap yeah <laughs> mini mario's amiibo crap i like yeah. that is that kirby game for 3ds or is it for wii u 3ds 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 they do have that yeah. new paper mario for wii u that everyone that's hates true yep like, yeah why is everybody hating on that the game looks adorable because it looks uh, a lot like it looks a lot like Sticker Star, and everyone hated Sticker Star. Yeah, Sticker Star. Why? Because it took away all the RPG elements and just kind of made it like a randomized battle system. Yeah, it took you all the what? personality out of it, made it boring. You guys, you guys who didn't like Sticker Star, go suck a dick. Go suck out a fat dick. And that's pretty much it. That's why my throat's I mean, sore. We went over this already. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sixty-nine. Somehow I feel Derek's not missing this podcast right now. <laughs> uh, you know he he is he misses he he misses the perversion this, this, and the no. the subtle racism. He subtle misses. racism and perversion. That's that's pretty much us. Uh, so are we going to talk about the the games coming out? Um, what have we been playing? Wow, one. I was just getting to it. <laughs> I, I wanted. I wanted. No, to. I wasn't. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we. You know, it's been a while since we've been together, so we're a little kind of like rusty, but. Just uh, you know, and that's why we just gotta call the trombone, Rusty. I'm just trying to be as perverse as possible. So, uh, shall I, I describe I, the pictures on the Slatoon subreddit? Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I am surprised uh, that uh, this, this is, that's been making it around like for like five straight weeks. <laughs> like, there's, I, it's like there's not an episode where that doesn't get mentioned. Ever since you discovered it, <laughs> uh, apparently, apparently there um, there's a Splatoon porn parody that's um, gonna oh. be uh, gonna be uh, in the works. Wow, Mazel Tov. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, what an inappropriate salutation for that news. <laughs> Wait, I get called out on that, but you... <laughs> really, that's that's where you draw the line. <laughs> um, yeah, the 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 casual anti-Semitism, not okay. Okay. I, I was trying to be anti-Semitic. Was that really anti-Semitic? No, God damn it! You got you got your uh, Spanish guilt going on over there. This is Catholic in me. Um, <laughs> but uh, Josh isn't Catholic. I'm not either. I was. <laughs> no, it, you said is the Catholic in you, and I said Josh isn't Catholic. Oh, well, well, backtrack. But uh, we we have a couple games coming out. Uh, Hyrule Warriors Legends comes out. It's probably my most beloved. And most played Wii U game to date. Um, me and my wife has uh, been nonstop with that game ever since launch. So I think we've done pretty much everything in that game. Uh, so the added characters and maybe added levels will be a welcome, you know, just so we can get more out of it. Uh, Pokemon tournament. Uh, <laughs> what are you guys giggling on the side over there? I, I'm not saying I'm not saying a thing. Oh, okay. I, just, I don't hear giggles. <laughs> What? I just, I, I swear I'm hearing chatter. Like, what's your, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, are you, are you coming undone? I, that, th- I think that's so. That's corn song? I think so. Oh, God. No, no. But, uh, it's so hard to focus. Holy crap. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Tournament, and uh, I'm really impressed how for a quote-unquote casual fighting game that features Pokemon, how much depth there is to it. Like you definitely see Harada's uh, hand in the development of the game. Uh, even the tutorial, it, it'll take you a good hour to really go through everything, uh, every explanation of the game, the mechanics. It's a cross of like Virtua Fighter and Tekken. Like it's if you can mash those two games together, that's what you're getting. Okay. And anybody who assumes that this game is just like a button match, well, not a button matcher, but just something you can pick up and play and figure it out. It's so there's, not. You saying there's depth? 
Oh, oh there's tons of it, man. There's absolute <clears throat> tons of it. So, uh, I mean, for the game to make it to Evo, I mean, because the game was out in Japan for quite some time. So people have already been playing it for, for a while. And for Poke, Poke Tournament to get one of the nine spots for the main stage at Evo, that tells you how much depth and how well-received this game has been. Um, so, uh, and I think for most people who picked it up, that I mean, we, including myself, I've been pleasantly surprised how much content in, in terms of gameplay there is. So even though you only have, what, like 16 characters, there's so much to each of those characters that... You, uh, now, now, there's I saw that there's like a kind of like a support system. Yes. So, uh, so explain that real quick. So me. you get, uh, there's like two, po- they have like all these different Pokemon that you can select to be your support. Kind of like Marvel versus Capcom, you call it your support character. But the old version, the old Marvel versus Capcom, or was it okay. uh, like X-Men versus Capcom where you would tap both uh, the middle buttons and you would get a random character come in like Mega Man or Arthur from, you know, uh, Ghouls and Goblins. And so here you would get, say, like uh, Snivy. He'd come in and he'd do like a torrent of leaves to kind of create an opening for you to hit your opponent. Um, some are support, well, they'll actually attack, and some will give you a buff, like in terms of your speed or your strength, or will actually like sap uh, your opponent's energy meter where they can c- create their special. It'll take that away if they come into their their zone where they have like their hitbox. So it, it so it kind of lets you play with strategies. All right, like so, if I'm going to use a very projectile heavy character, do I want uh, a support that's going to um, give more oomph to my projectiles or to create some more of a defense for me uh, when I get uh, in close with my opponent. I mean, it's it's a, it's it's not just like Street Fighter where you have one character, that's it. It takes a little bit of Marvel, a little bit of a lot of Tekken and a lot of Virtua Fighter. So it, it, it's definitely a fighting game where you can't just say, well, I play a lot of Street Fighter, I play a lot of Blaze Blue. I kind of get the hang of this. You'll the only people who will really get the hang of it right off the bat will be if you play Tekken. Like if you play Tekken, you'll understand like the kind of like the, the speed in which you have to enter the combos. But even with that said, you have to like really sit down and learn the mechanics for it. Cause Pokken is its own thing. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that's all I have to say. No, I fully agree. Um, it's, I've had a blast with it so far and I love how the, rock, paper, scissor type Mm -hmm. mechanic really kind of makes it so that it makes it really easy to bait people into what you want to do, which is like super rewarding for me. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it has a thing where if, if you want to be a projectile heavy character, there's plenty like uh, plenty of characters that do have that ability, like Pikachu and Pikachu Libre. Pikachu has its strength in its projectiles and being speedy. Whereas Pikachu Libre, for those who want to get up close and personal, and do a lot of grabs, uh, a lot of combos. That's the character you want. So, um, but uh, Josh, you know, I agree. They should have put it as Halucha as that character, not the Pikachu with a freaking mask on. That would have been just much better. Yeah, that was, and we were talking about that on the pre-show too. That was my uh, biggest. I don't even know if it's biggest, but an early gripe nitpick of the game is that seven out of the sixteen Pokemon are uh, Gen One Pokemon, and Gen One is best one uh, Gen. No, that's that's not even close to true. Trust me, I've been <laughs> trust me, I've been playing Pokemon Red and it's fucking trash now. <laughs> because it's a twenty year old game. Of course yeah, it's that's trash. That's why it's not the best gen. But no, but the Pokemon from that gen are best gen. No, they're not. Hey, yeah. We back in my day we didn't have ice cream cone Pokemon or garbage bag Pokemon, so No, you had a rock with arms and a Pokeball that evolved into an upside down Pokeball. <laughs> and a pile of sludge. And a pile of sludge that evolved into a bigger pile of sludge. <laughs> a stack of eggs that turned so that into turned a pineapple into a tree. tree for some reason. <laughs> but, but I see some games on this list, Josh, that scream you. Well, yeah, in the spirit of episode 69, I just had to dive deep in the titties this week. Also, <laughs> That's not how you 69. You're going to go diving on that muff. Eat the booty like groceries. Why? So what have you been, what uh, titillizing games have you been playing? Um, mostly I've been playing Senran Kagura. So which, jelly. Um, it's a PS4 version, so it allows more characters on screen at once. Oh, it's on uh, the PS4? Yeah, well, it's it's another case of it was designed as a Vita game, and they said, wait, no one's, call, no one's um, 
no one's playing the Vita. No one has a Vita. No one remembers it exists. So let's just port it to PS4 and release it on both. Now, but, didn't um, didn't Sony like officially like drop support for that like like a week or two ago? Um, for the Vita, did they? I didn't I'm, hear that. I mean, they like they've all but dropped support for it for like a year and a half ago. But I don't. I've never heard anything official. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they they like officially dropped support for it. Huh. Well, at least we have <laughs> Neptunia. Yeah. Um, I have I have the the center on Kagura anime and it is just fan service like really awesome. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, I just played a level where it was a boob grabbing contest. Yes, but it's unfortunately um, unfortunately it's 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 not translated, so I have no idea what the fuck they're saying. I don't uh, I don't speak moon speak. But you don't need to know what they're saying in center on Kagura. That's not even that's not true actually because the story is always somewhat dark in all the games, like in between all the boob grabbing and clothes ripping. Yeah. So, but like in this one, they're transported to some tropical island in between the lands of life and death, and they're meeting all these dead people, like dead loved ones that they have to let go of again, and all this bullshit. But then it's like, then their clothes rip off, and if you beat them with their super move, they get completely naked. So it kind of distracts you from it. I completely yeah. naked? Yes, but they have like a little sparkle over their, over their like nipples and over their vagina. Mm-hmm. So. I- I got like strangely uncomfortable hearing you say vagina for some reason. <laughs> I'm like texting at the same time, so I'm not thinking. Wait, wait, I'm, like, wait, wait, what is this? Do, do, do we not entertain you enough? No, my my it's wife providing is providing a high quality product. No, it's because good? my no no no. It's my it's because my wife was yelling at me through text even for not doing something that I just did. <laughs> what so. didn't what didn't she do talk? Uh, she was like, you didn't talk about Sunday and Kagura yet. Yeah, and I was like, don't worry, baby, I got it. Shut up, baby. I know. <laughs> no, but I guess the biggest improvement in this Senran Kagura is that in the past games, they would blur their butts, but they don't blur their butts anymore. <laughs> That's the best improvement. Other, well, um, it's by default because it's pretty much exactly the same. Um, but then aside from that, I was playing Trillion God of Destruction, which is, surprise, a Vita game. Um I was talking about it a few weeks ago where that's the one where you have to fight this like giant boss that has a trillion HP and you're supposed to wear him down over time. Mm-hmm. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I didn't know is that you can only use one, you can only use like one overlord commander at a time. Uh, each one of them is a potential waifu. And hey, uh, Sorry, sorry. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Speaking of waifus, mine just came home. <laughs> <laughs> with the baby so i have to step away is it yours <laughs> I should hope did, so. she, did she just she just found a baby on the street she, yeah, like, she hey, just found a baby hey, and now we're gonna keep it was <laughs> <laughs> this palo alto sorry that was a local california <laughs> reference yeah yeah where are the Lindberghs? all right uh what should i do here i i, I made a very like p- timely Lindbergh baby joke <laughs> Yes. <laughs> is it Lindenburg baby? No, Lindbergh. Oh, Lindbergh. Lind- okay. It's the Hindenburg baby. Oh, was the, <laughs> that was cheese. not. You know what? Lindbergh is a type of cheese, isn't it? Heisenberg baby. Heisenberg baby. All right, guys. If they captured it on principle. Why is there black stuff all over my All right. Head? I will uh, contact you guys later tonight. Uh, thank you guys for allowing me to be out here for the show for. So, we allowed you. We, we allowed me. <laughs> now back in your cage. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Vamanos. Vamos, bye. There's, there's a casual. So when I just disconnect my mic? Is that how it works? <laughs> no, just walk away. Just walk away and leave all the sound? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but speaking of waifus again, uh, in Trillion, it's like you have one commander that you train up for battle, and the more your affection builds up with them, the harder it is for the boss to hurt them. So it's like they have to cut through your love before they could get to their HP. So that's kind of fantastic. I haven't played it too much yet, though. Um, and then I just, right before the show, I started playing Knights of Azure, which is a, it's like an action RPG from Koei Tecmo, which I don't know much about it yet, but it's a hack and slash RPG with more potential waifus. It looks, that game actually looks fucking gorgeous. Yeah, no, the visuals on it look really nice. Like, everything's kind of a, this dark, kind of, like, half um, Victorian, half steampunk-looking costumes on the characters. And like I said, I only played it for, like, 20 minutes right before I logged in here. But so far, so good. Um, the art style and the 
pick up and play combat's really fun. And then finally, I finished Life is Strange this weekend, and I wanted to kill myself afterwards. So, oh, I, I, I keep saying it, but I haven't gone back to it. Yeah, it's it's good. It's really really good. Um, episode four is the easy standout. And I feel like I'm the opposite of what I'm reading on the internet, but everyone says that chapter two is like either their favorite or second favorite, but I hated that chapter. Really? Nothing happens. It's The whole thing's a tutorial until the very end. And admittedly, the very end is good. It's probably one of the best parts of the whole game, but it doesn't make up for the drawn out, like this drawn out um, glorified tutorial, which is most of the episode, it feels like. Um, is it, um, is it the tutorial for like a new mechanic, like a, like a gameplay mechanic or is it just like, well, what's a tutorial for? It's not a new mechanic exactly. It just experiments with your, um, time, like the rewinding mechanic more. And you're supposed to be, you're supposed to like prove to your friend that you really do have the power. So she asks you all these like mundane questions that you have to find the answers to and then rewind time and then tell her before she asks that Uh, kind of stuff. Or, like, tell her things that are going to happen in the next minute. Okay. And just, like, really slow, boring, mundane stuff. Like, the entire middle of that whole episode is just just drags. So so it's, like, uh, like half of the Namek saga, ostensibly. Obsens- Pretty much. Shitty filler. Yeah. Like, the whole... It was, like, it was, like, when... It was like when Frieza and Goku were about to start fighting, and then they just cut to Bulma looking for her ship. Yeah, and the, wasn't she, like, fighting a frog for a minute or something? Like a frog stole her dragon radar? Yeah, because it was Captain Ginyu, and he was trying to get back to his body or whatever. That's what... show had some bad parts to it. Yeah, it really did. But yeah, that's about all I've got. Right on. Um, I uh, played a bunch of a bunch of games. I um, played some Counter-Strike Go, obviously. Getting um getting a lot better in it. I'm lowering my um, sensitivity so I can get some of those like uh, finer no. shots. I'm guessing that Counter-Strike Go isn't compatible with Xbox versus PC players? Uh, no, because... Did that come out on the Xbox One? Not 360, but it just came out as a backwards compatible game, and I apparently bought it and forgot. Oh, um, yeah, uh, that, um... <laughs> there's no way that's gonna be... You're, you're gonna get destroyed with a cross-platform, because, yeah, there's... That is a game where you need like minimal, minimal sensitivity, and it's yeah, that's that's never going to work cross-platform. Yeah, yeah, you're just going to be wiped out. Um, played been playing a lot of that, but uh, went in and uh, sat down and did some uh, co-op uh, 3D Mario World, and uh, with my buddy, and we uh, I showed him Splatoon, um, showed him you know all the uh, and I showed him Slutoon, and uh, then we played some Mario Maker, that um, the, the game that keeps on giving. And, um, you know, that's pretty much it. I, uh, did get some of the, that Neptunia, what the fuck is that Neptunia game called? Hyperdimension Neptunia U Action Unleashed. Yes. Uh, I, uh, played some of that. Um, I don't know what the story is, but it is, it's fun. It's, 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 it's fun. I liked it. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. And, that's and it's it. made, and it's made by the developers of Senran Kagura too. Yeah. Um, Senran Kagura is, Yeah. That's a, that's a good game. That's going to go on my PlayStation uh, for sure. Well, no, you know what I saw on the character select screen? It made me mad because I really wanted to buy it, but it's not available yet. But it's still on the character select screen. But Ayane from Dead or Alive is a DLC character in it. Um, Which one? I She's the, the one with the flower in her hair? A purple hair, yeah. But the, with the flower in her hair. So, in, sometimes. Yeah. I don't like her. You fucking suck. <laughs> she is in... She was in Fatal Frame, the newest, the one on Wii U, and now she's in Senran Kagura, and she was in Ninja Gaiden, of course, and then Dead or Alive. She just looks boring. No, she's pretty cool. Uh, she's purple, though. That's my favorite color. Um, I guess that's it. Uh, that was the 69th episode of um, Geekscape. Ah, oh, there's porn of Ayane. There we go. All right, it only took a little bit to get the porn. <laughs> Do Thank you have you. a mission objective for next week? Uh, no, we'll, we'll, we're, we're restructuring refocusing and reorganizing the Geekscape Games podcast. So we'll um we'll have a uh, unless unless you got one that you really want to answer yourself. No, I'm good. We, we can hold off on that. Uh you which, can find which this- character do you want a 69 with the most? I'm kidding. Uh Bayonetta. <laughs> I answered that way too quick. Uh, <laughs> Sega yeah. Tatsan Shiro. Yeah. Um anyway, um that was episode 69 of the Geekscape Games podcast. Uh, as always, you can find us on geekscape.net, on Twitter at Geekscape Games. I am 
at Shane O'Hare on Twitter, SSJakin on gaming platforms. And I'm at Inu Joshua just about everywhere. Absolutely. And uh, follow us on Twitch. Uh, there might be some Dark Souls 3 coming up soon. So, um, peep or that. even so, Valkyria Chronicles Remastered. Do you have a Steam key for me? No, I have a PS4 key for me. Ah! <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys back here next week. Bye, everybody! Bye. Bye.